Okay, so uh, a lot, a lot of people have been asking us about this issue. And so today we decided to tell you how to find the right therapist for you. Yes, and I'm slightly unprepared in the sense that I, I'm not really a rigid person, so I don't really have a list of questions you should be yeah. asking or that kind of thing. But I think that the biggest thing in my profession is something called do no harm, right? Mm -hmm. Which is just like in the medical profession, you know, I may not be able to figure it out, but I don't want to injure anybody. And I, one of the things that I find, and I've certainly experienced it myself, is some people feel very shamed in therapy, yes. judged, criticized. And one of the things I tell people in the first session is, and I think you should be asking this or checking this out, is to ask the therapist, like, what's their philosophy of therapy? Like, how do you work? What are your thoughts? And one of the things I will tell people is, you know, the person who trained me did a wonderful job of making me a process-oriented therapist where I really trust your journey. I do not believe I have the answers for your journey. I don't believe I should ever be telling you what to do or how to do it. My philosophy of therapy is that therapy is about getting conscious and present in your life because I think one of the saddest things for people is that they get to the finish line and they have nothing but regret. Mm -hmm. because they weren't conscious and they weren't present and so they were married to the wrong person for 45 years or they you know had an addiction for however long they never ever were able to look at where they were at Honestly. and say yeah and say this yeah. is not hey this is abusive or this is I don't want to be here mm -hmm. and so um, therapy is about getting conscious and present so as a therapist I will be very honest I've gotten really sweet positive feedback from people saying you know you're very honest but you're gentle with your honesty and I will oftentimes qualify, this is, you know, this is how I see it. Mm -hmm. um, but I never give a mandate of, you, you've got to break up with him. He's a jerk. <laughs> that kind of thing. Like, Maybe some people need that, though. <laughs> but, yeah, well, if you're looking for that kind of therapist, you know. You don't go see Shannon. <laughs> don't see me. Because I really believe in your process. Right. And so I might say, yeah, you're going in for round five. Yeah. You know, no. I have been to many therapists over <laughs> the years. She's read a lot of books, a lot of therapists. So, um, first of all, what I want to tell people is do not be ashamed to seek help. Yeah. Um, so many people think, well, if I go see a therapist, that means I'm really effed up. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it just means you need some help to get you through different stages of your life. And for me, um, you know, I remember the first time I sought out a therapist was when I was having some really hard times at work. I had a boss that just, I felt I could never do anything right yeah. you know and I struggled with it so bad because I loved what I did mm -hmm. but I I really hated who I worked for mm -hmm. at that moment in my life and so I, I went to see a therapist for that I also when I you know started having some problems in my marriage I went and saw a therapist for that so there were many different times that I've seen therapists you know mm -hmm. after I got a divorce I saw a different therapist for that so the the same therapist who works you through one area of your life may not be the same person that works you through another area of your life. Love that advice. I have seen many therapists in my life. Well, two things I want to say. So I've seen many therapists in my life, mm -hmm. different people for different, different things. things. And there was a one point, one of my favorite therapists in my life is a male and I love him dearly. And he is phenomenal and in the way that he works. But when I went through almost almost dying and hemorrhaging when I had my son and then my son was in the NICU 
I needed a woman yeah. to talk to yeah. about my trauma with pregnancy and delivery. And I, it was going to get graphic. And I did not want to tell my <laughs> male therapist right. about the details. Right. And so at that point, I switched to somebody who's been an amazing mentor in my life. And I just she just retired yesterday. And Aww. we did a little lunch. And I adore her. But, you know, different people in different parts of our life mm -hmm. um, is very, very, very important. Yeah, and the other thing that, that that I will tell you is I, you know, after going to, to many different therapists, I, I didn't go to so many. <laughs> I don't want to make it seem like I've been like a mental case my whole life. But I'm not ashamed to go get advice from someone who I think is smarter than me. <laughs> you know? Finish your thought and then I want to speak to that. But go ahead. So what I would tell you is there are, you will connect just mm -hmm. like you when you connect with a friend or someone mm -hmm. that you feel a connection to. You know, I would say f you just because you go to someone that maybe was recommended by someone else doesn't mean that is the right person mm -hmm. for you. So if you don't feel that connection or like that person is really right for you, mm -hmm. then don't be ashamed to say, this isn't right for me and I'm gonna try someone else. It's not a fit. It's not a fit, mm -hmm. right. And that's, you know, I, you know, I remember when going to the first therapist and, you know, his whole, you know, he kept saying, how does that make you feel? <laughs> you know? And I was like, I know how it makes me feel. I need you to tell me what to do about it. <laughs> Some know? guidance here. Right. We've already Just a covered. little bit of guidance. Still anxious. Makes <laughs> me feel right. anxious still. Right. Well, here's what I wanted to share before and, and, and I forgot. Now it came back because oh. I'm going to be 46 <laughs> and I hear it comes back when you're at that age. But the concept that I remember talking to my mom, my mom's a therapist, mm -hmm. and you know, being a kid, being a therapist kid, I mean, that just blows, right? <laughs> really? Because, I would think it would be amazing. Oh, it's the worst <laughs> because you feel psychoanalyzed and, right. you, and you're like, well, you know, well, that's not healthy behavior. Well, what's healthy behavior? You know, it's like, oh, it's, it's, it can be hard. So sorry to my kids because I'm a therapist. Yeah. But what she explained to me, she did such a beautiful job one day because I was feeling crazy that I was off to the therapist. And you know, mm -hmm. why do I have to go to therapy and not all my friends aren't in therapy and I love what she said she said Shannon we live in a world where right now someone is being murdered right now someone is being in a car accident that's taking their life right now somebody is being raped right now somebody is dying of alcoholism drug addiction overdoses cancer right now somebody's going through a divorce right now somebody's in a plane accident like in this world that we live in there is a lot of pain mm -hmm. and trauma. Some people, Shannon, drink to cope with it. Mm -hmm. Some people do drugs. Some people have sex in the back of cars. Some people eat too much chocolate. Some people just eat too much, period. How about you go to therapy? I love that. Yeah. We live in a world that can be traumatizing. Mm -hmm. The news feels traumatizing. Yeah. Las Vegas, just hearing what happened to those people. Uh, I feel traumatized. I, I was wasn't traumatized. even there. You were yeah. traumatized reporting on it. We live in a world that packs a punch. You can medicate yourself mm -hmm. shopping. That would be my favorite. You can medicate yourself through it and it doesn't go away. Or you can go talk about it, process it, deal with it, get healthy tools and heal from it. That's what therapy's about. So crazy people don't go to therapy. Healthy people go to therapy. You know, it's interesting because, um, and, and I would say, talk to your friends who you know. If, if you're thinking, well, how do I find a therapist? Mm -hmm. Really, you know, talk to your friends who, who you know um, 
who you know have been to therapy, if someone they like, you know. Um, also, a lot of companies now offer like a, a helpline mm -hmm. where you can get in touch with a therapist that will actually, um, that, that takes your insurance. Mm -hmm. That's very helpful. Um, you know, and for me, I had a contact for someone that, that ended up, um, I con called this person, it was a friend who had gone to her, and I called her and she's like, oh, I'm sorry, I only do this type of therapy, mm -hmm. and I didn't need that. She goes, you don't need this, you need this, and so she had given me another contact. So just start that process mm -hmm. and you will find the person that is right for you. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing I wanted to ask you, because there are so many different types of therapy, yes. you know, I have done... The, the talk therapy, which mm -hmm. I think is very helpful, but I think you can max out on that. Sure. Well, I think right? that that's a great that's a great point. Is that find out what kind of therapy the person that you're sitting in front of does, and then go. I mean, the nice thing about Google, go research it. So, mm -hmm. for example, different uh, modalities. Cognitive therapy is wonderful if you have depression mm -hmm. or you're really self-critical, kind of focusing on changing those thoughts, the mm -hmm. change of the behaviors. So um, if somebody does cognitive therapy, research it and see if it's gonna fit for what you're going through. I'll be very honest with you, as a therapist, I know what I'm great at and I know what I'm not good at. When somebody calls me and says, I have a severe eating disorder, I'm like, whoa, let me refer you because someone. that is a very specific um, you know, addiction and it's very fragile. Obviously people can die of anorexia nervosa and, and bulimia and all of that. So I, it's not something I feel that I'm an expert in. Mm -hmm. I feel like you deserve to have an expert. So try to think about what your issue is. Like mm -hmm. I specialize in couples work and I let people know that I'm Imago trained. I work under specific theor theory now for like six, seven years, I love it, and I feel very proficient at it. So I get those referrals, and then I'll refer back the adolescents that are part of those couples. I don't treat adolescents anymore. So, mm -hmm. you know, find out what is your specialty. And I've had a lot of people ask me that, what are you good at, and, and line that up with what you need. Mm -hmm. So cognitive therapy is one. Another that you're kind of referring to is more experiential therapy. You know, some people really get in there, and, and I do some experiential as well, because my old mentor was phenomenal at that. But you know, working in the room and moving in the space and doing role playing and things like that. Some people really need to get in there and do that and hit with a bat and get their anger out. And, and some therapists don't really work experientially. They're more cognitive or they more just sit and talk. And, um, and then there's EMDR, which is for trauma, which is phenomenal. And I am not trained in EMDR. Mm -hmm. So I have a friend that's wonderful and I refer a lot of people to him. Yeah, but really and I've done research. EMDR. It is um, it is very intense. Yes, <laughs> but it, you but know, very are, healing. But very healing, and yeah. there are different. There are definitely different um, modes of therapy that yes. you know you just need to find out exactly what you think you need, and then find that person that kind of fits into that. Yeah, for example, if you have an addiction and you've been sober five minutes, mm -hmm. um, you really do need somebody who's worked in addiction. And I would recommend, if you're in early addiction, I would recommend somebody who isn't recovering addict. You know, when somebody comes to me and they say, oh, I'm, I'm sober for a week, I'm like, you really need my mom. Yeah. She has 35 years of sobriety. She's got kick butt, you know, recovery. She's gonna put you in gear and help right. you stay sober. I Someone don't have 35. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, working with somebody who doesn't, now I'm not saying somebody who isn't in recovery from, you know, opioids can't help somebody because mm -hmm. we can. But that's just my recommendation is if I'm looking for a therapist, I'm looking for someone who's a little bit walked in my shoes. You know, not that the therapist who's never been divorced can't help me get through a divorce, 
But a lot of people will say to me like, wow, it helps so much that you've been here. Mm -hmm. You actually know what I'm going through. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I think that finding the person who, like you said, it's a click that they, you know, that you can ask them the question, well, are you divorced? Or, you know, have you ever been through a divorce? Mm -hmm. Are you an addict? Have you ever been through addiction? Have you ever been a child of an alcoholic? And maybe you want to find the person who's lived it themselves and recovered from whatever, mm -hmm. you know, um, some advice. Yeah, somebody asked me recently, um, I was at the doctor's office, and, the, and a lot of times when I'm at the doctor's office, I'm there for years getting to know these doctors, and they'll say, hey, we have a lot of people who have this. You know, can we refer them to you? And I'm like, no, I, I haven't had that medical struggle. Right. You really want to work with somebody who has some medical knowledge, mm -hmm. maybe somebody who has lived with lupus for their whole life or who's lived with tinnitus for, and they can really guide somebody or they've worked in hospital settings and they know this, you know, I'm not that, yeah. you know what I mean? And so finding somebody who really has a similar path, I think can be really important. You talked in the beginning about um, you want to make sure that you're, you know, you don't ever want to feel shamed by your therapist. And I, and I talk about this because I did go to see someone that um, I, I f walked out of there feeling um, about 10 times worse <laughs> than when I walked in because oh. she made me feel like so guilty about, oh. um, about where I was in my life. And it just, it was, it was so unbelievably painful and I would just give you advice that if you ever feel like that please do not um, do not know that it's not about you I mean I don't know what yeah. that was about yeah. but you know just like anything there's good and bad um, therapists you know there's good and bad and everything so well and you know what I think one of the things that I, I'm not necessarily proud to say it but I think it's the truth if you're a therapist mm -hmm. you got to get honest about this we're human and we get triggered mm -hmm. and that's why one of my qualifications for for hiring a therapist is that they've done their own work mm -hmm. like not that they're done because it's a lifelong journey but if I'm gonna see somebody I want to know I want to ask them like do you have you ever done therapy mm -hmm. and and the people that I see is like oh yesterday you know like <laughs> yeah I do EMDR I go to this I go to that I just went to a training here had to do all my own work here because we are human and we get triggered but if you're working with a therapist who's done a lot of her own insight work, either she won't be as easily triggered or if she is, she can own it. Mm -hmm. And you can say, like, wouldn't it have been great if you could say, wow, I feel really judged right now. And the therapist would be able to say to you, you know what, I think I'm triggered that you're sharing you. about your ex-husband right. and he's the same profession as my ex-husband and right. I think I'm reacting of my own stuff. I'm so sorry. Right. You know but we call it transference and counter-transference. Like it happens with therapists mm -hmm. and their clients where they can trigger each other. So mm -hmm. it's really important to work with somebody who knows about their own triggers, who can be honest. Like for example, I tell my, my clients, if I, I am human, I might say something that hurts you. I will never intentionally hurt you. Please, if I say something that's wounding, please have the courage to come back the next week and share it with me. And anybody that's ever done that, I have validated them you know, mirrored them, validated, empathized with them. I'm so sorry, that's not how I meant it. I, I can see how you would interpret it that way. That must have been so wounding for you. I'm so sorry. And we clean it up. And I'm so grateful for those people that have that courage because that takes a lot of courage. Yeah. But, you know, we are human, so you will get into those things. But like you're saying, if you go into something and you feel like someone's making you feel bad about yourself mm -hmm. and you're leaving there, 
you know, I have somebody in my world. Don't that go back. Yeah, don't go back. <laughs> right. I mean, I have somebody that, that I do this with where I will say to them, I love you dearly, but you know, I do get triggered. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and so I give them that option of like, you know, it's okay if you don't feel comfortable. Like mm -hmm. I would love to, to help line you up with somebody else, but I worry so much about you and you don't worry so much about you. And so right. that's a trigger for me. You know right. what I mean? And it's like, Oh, so at least we talk about, about it. it so that nobody's getting wounded because I, and not that I would ever beat up on this person or any mm -hmm. of that, but you know, we talk about it. So it's like, no. And they kind of re up every time. No, I know this is who I am. Yeah. And, I think a big concern for a lot of people going into therapy, um, you know, and it, I, I hear this a lot from people is, well, I don't have the money or it's too expensive mm -hmm. or I can't go, you know, as much as I need to. Um, but the, in this day and age, there are so many options for mm -hmm. people that, that maybe don't have the money that they, that to, to go to therapy because it can be expensive. Um, and you know, I would say if you, if you work for a company, so many companies now are paying at least a portion yeah. of um, of for mental health. Yes. Um, you can also they also have those hotlines that I talked about that you can um, call them and they will put you in touch with a therapist right. that, that they might pay. You know, the insurance might cover out and out. Two one one is our local. Two one one, they're wonderful. Is another organization mm -hmm. that I was going to say that you can um, call them and they will help you find therapy mm -hmm. that's within your budget. Um, but the other thing I would say, and this is what I used to say when people used to say, say to me, "Well, yoga, the yoga studios are so expensive because I know going and getting a yoga package is, can be expensive." But you know, it's I just feel like it's something you. It's not an extra. You know, your mental health is not an extra. Like, and I believe your physical health is not an extra either. Like, that's something that should be a priority. Mm -hmm. And um, there are ways that you can get affordable mental health care. So, yeah, there's don't a lot let of that be an excuse. I guess is my point. And there's a lot of agencies, you know, um, that two one one can really point you to as well. Mm -hmm. Agencies that you know, that have sliding scale and all of that. The other thing too is, you know, it's kind of like going on a job interview. I mean, this sounds funny to say as a therapist, but it's really true. It's kind of like going on a job interview. You know, you look at them on paper and eh, you know, whatever you're on the phone, not so much, but go and meet somebody mm -hmm. like if somebody comes to me and we make a connection and they say, I really want to work with you, but I can only afford $75. Mm -hmm. Would you be willing to do that? I am guilty as charged. <laughs> right. I have definitely yeah. done that, you know, and, and, and I, there was a time I was, you know, that's, I am a sliding scale person as a therapist right. for years. Now at this point I have so many sliders and I have a commitment to people that once they're with me, they're with me. You right. know? So if somebody's with me and they lose their job, I'm not like, Hey, right. good luck with that. Call me when right. you can. So, you know, now I don't take a lot of new sliders coming through the door, but right. a lot of therapists advertise, well, we will slide. Yeah. And when you meet with somebody and you make that connection and it's kind of a spiritual experience and a lot of times people will be willing to work with you or mm -hmm. for a temporary or whatever, you know, so do ask, ask if somebody yeah. can slide, meet with them and say, would you be willing to work with me? Or mm -hmm. can, you know, you can also do every two weeks, you know, or yeah. even once a month. I mean, mm -hmm. there's, there's a lot of variations to the finances. And then I think the, the thing that kills me is what you're saying about it being a priority mm -hmm. is that somebody might be in front of me who has a Louis Vuitton bag and their nails are impeccable <laughs> right, right. and they've got the most and they, gorgeous And they shoes. want you to slide. <laughs> well, or they're like, I can't afford therapy. Right. And like you're saying, well, you have the funds, but you're allocating them um, a, a little differently. And so place, how, right. what a beautiful, and I'm, I'm not saying that in a judging, shaming way because you know, I get it, but, but 
do this for yourself. Yeah. Give this gift to yourself Self. that you have allotted however much money to get your facial and this, that, and the other thing because you're concerned about taking care of your skin, mm -hmm. taking care of your nails, and taking care of your wardrobe. But like you're saying, the mental health piece, guys, yeah. it's big. And that's the thing that helps you have cancer at a certain age or helps you have autoimmune disorders because you haven't been dealing with stress your whole life. Yeah. Like This is worth it. Yeah. You know, so please value yourself. It's so yourself. not, it, you know... It's not a pimple on your face. It's not, you know, extra weight on your side. So it's yeah. like, it's not visible. Right. So that's why people, I think, have such a hard time with it. But I will tell you, it has made such a huge difference in my life. Mm -hmm. um, therapy is, is, has gotten me some, through some of the most difficult times in my life. And I will say that it makes a huge difference. Huge difference. And the, the one other question that I did want to ask you, because I this is something I've always had a problem with. When I knew that I was kind of done with that segment of my therapy, how do you know when you're when you're not healed? But yeah. how do you know no, when you're when question. you're finished? She's you know? really good at questions. That's a great question. So that's a great question. So the way I see that with my clients is, you know. We are together every week, and then, you know, the one session we kind of feel like we're talking about baseball. You know, it's like, <laughs> well, how are the kids? You know, and and it's like, and and in there, and I'm saying, you know, is there anything going on? You know, things are really good. You know, my husband, good. and so we find we're kind of just talking about nothing, and then I will say, you know you seem to be doing pretty good. How right. about you want to go two weeks or three weeks or maybe in a month? Right. And they go, okay. And then we, so we scoot it out. So if you start to feel like, I don't really have anything to talk Say. about. Not yeah. only do you feel that way, but once you go to the session, that also is true. Because a million people say to me, I had nothing to talk about today. Wow, that was an intense <laughs> session. But if you feel like you have nothing to talk about, you go in and you really don't have anything to talk about, spread it out. I'll be back in two weeks. I'll be back in three weeks. I'll be back mm -hmm. in a month. That next time, same feeling you really you know we had 30 minutes of good stuff and then I really don't have anything to talk about then I'll say oh well, you know want to do a check-in in two months right. and then if, at that point you're getting ready to go to the appointment you're like I have nothing to talk about right. then you can either go in and do a kind of a closure session or you can call and say listen right now things are really good for me mm -hmm. um of course, I'll, I'll call you in a year if I'm pregnant or, you know, whatever's going on. I'm sure I'll need you again, but I really am doing well and thank you so much. And I, I think I'm going to take a, a, you know, take a right. pause yeah. and, and people have done that. And I'm always blown away that people will show up five years later or right. 10 years later. And especially with, you know, technology, people pop mm -hmm. up, Hey, is that you? Right. But, um, you know, it's really nice. I know for, as a therapist, my door is always open. I want you to heal. I want you to not need to right. come anymore. That's a beautiful thing. You're not hurting my feelings. Right. Right. That's another kind of little piece of advice. If you would like to take a hiatus from therapy and your therapist is angry at you, that's not really a safe that's environment. Not, mm -mm. You know, this needs to be an environment where you are given permission to come and go and mm -hmm. ebb and flow. And, you know, sometimes I know I've been in times in my life where I'm like, I don't want to work on myself. <laughs> I've been a lot of times in my, no, my life. I don't want to. <laughs> right. I don't want to. It's too heavy right now. Yeah, I'll call right. my therapist and go, I don't, you know, I need to be there, but right. I don't, I'm, I'm going to just take some time. Yeah. I just, I don't want to do it right now. That's fine. Right. This is your journey. Yeah. You know, this person works for you. They're helping right. you. So yeah. if you need to take a break or if five years or five minutes, take right. care of yourself. And, and in my opinion, I would love to see, and I, I know all my friends, you know, they say, oh gosh, that's fine. Take care of yourself. Call me yeah. if you need me. Right. You know? 
Yeah, that's good advice. All right, well, so hopefully that helped with, um, if you're looking for a therapist or thinking about therapy, um, you can obviously leave a comment. We'll get back to you if you have any specific questions. Um, share this video if you know of anyone who's been struggling in their life and maybe they've been thinking about getting a therapist. Um, remember, the biggest compliment you can give us is to share our video, like our page, like our videos, Thank and you. leave a comment. All right, guys, that's one. the latest session of What Your Friends Won't Tell You. Have a great day. Take care. Bye. Bye.